everyone. Welcome to the Pixelated Perfect Podcast. I am super excited to chat with Federico um, here with us. Thanks, Federico, for joining. Thank you, you for hosting me. Of course. Um, So Federico is actually a designer at the Design Project right now. He's been with us for about like a year, year and a half now. Something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, Crazy. So yeah, he's been with us since almost the beginning. Um, An amazing product designer. Um, He's worked on some really, really interesting products, projects for us with some of our customers. So I'm sure we can dive a little deeper into some of those as well. Um, but I'm super excited to have you, Federico, and I'm excited for you to kind of tell your story of how you got started and kind of what what you're working on today with us. Um, so yeah, thanks so much for being here. Awesome. Um, so yeah, tell us, start, yeah. start from the beginning. From the beginning. Uh, okay. Um, since I was a kid, so about 30 years ago, now I'm talking, um, I, was, uh, I was pretty young. I was uh, around 12, 13 when I realized I, I really wanted to, do, to be a designer, but I didn't know what kind of design. At the beginning, I was, uh, was more inclined to be a fashion, de- fashion designer, clothes designer. Then uh, I changed my mind and was um, more towards furniture design, industrial design. Uh, and that was about in high school. And um, then after high school, I realized I was uh, interested in graphic design. So I started um, three years university course in Venice, um, in Italy. And I basically, I realized after that, Still, graphic design was a, a right thing to do uh, back then. But um, when I had the possibility to start an internship here in London, so I moved from, from Italy to London. And then uh, after a while, um, I had this opportunity to start working for a um, big tech company as, a, as an intern. And um, they had this you know, Digital Studio, London Digital Studio, and this um, other designer uh, was really focused into digital. So I first, that was the first time I, I heard the UX, UI words in my life. And I was really, really interested in, uh, in, that, in doing that. So I can consider uh, that as, as part of my, um, you know, or, or you know, basically, uh, the, the, begin, the beginning of my career as a UX UI designer. And yeah, uh, soon after that, I, I started, um, you know, kind of working and doing some freelancing work. Um, but I didn't, it wasn't enough. And um, so I decided to start um, a bootcamp, uh, like three, two, two and a half years ago, I guess. Um, and that was uh, a game changer. And that was at the beginning uh, of the pandemic as well. So I, I was 2020 uh, and I started this course at Flatiron School in UX UI Design and was the first bootcamp 
in uh, in Europe uh, of from flat iron, and um, well, um, that was my my best choice <laughs> so far. Um, I really, I they they were like my teachers or, uh, and and my ex teammates, um, my my friends were were amazing. That where was the time where basically I I had the chance to go deeper and studied and be mentored and taught um, on um, on the major you know um, you know UXUI world concept. I've been taught the you know the design process um, how to deal with many many things and was. Um, I think that was, uh, and now uh, I'm here, I've been working with you for one year and a half. Uh, but after that experience, I, I worked uh, in a few, in few other places uh, before coming here. Um, but that was, uh, that was my path. My yeah. <laughs> so tell me what were, well, actually, let's start from the beginning. Then we can mm -hmm. kind of come back to this time. So. Yeah. I love that you you started early as like when you were 12 and 13 and when you really got into mm. design. A lot of um, people when I ask, like, tell me your story of design, they usually start from college. So I love that you've had this like passion for for some kind of design since you were little. So that's awesome. Um, and fashion designer. I, I didn't know that. I don't and know why. <laughs> I don't know why. You're so fashionable, Fede. You're so fashionable. Uh, That's why. Um, so through your university course and you, I, so my question, so I have questions about, you got an internship as a graphic designer mm -hmm. in London. Um, and then you talked about like this other person that was more digital and that was the first time you heard UI UX. So what kind of things were you working on at that internship uh, when you were, when you were like envious of mm -hmm. this this other yeah. guy who got to do some UI UX, so obviously uh, since I was an intern and you know in three months you cannot you can you can achieve just just as much right. So the idea was to uh, basically uh, when I when I spoke with, with the manager there uh, to kind of have. Um, certain go over certain topics that they asked me to provide to them so a list of things that i wanted to uh, to learn uh from from out of this experience after the three months so yeah so i kind of listed out um all the like a design process kind of phases because this is to me back then made sense like i, I don't know much about it i just want to learn everything so yeah. i started there and um, basically, they made me work on a, on a side project um, and on an app, or actually a website. And that was a mobile version um, of one of their clients. So I, it's called Brightout. Basically, they, they sold everything. And um, in terms of, I think, digital products, um, devices, that sort of stuff, electronics. Mm -hmm. um, so the idea was to create um, a, like a marketplace for, um, for, for them, 
uh, that would help people lend, lend and borrow their stuff. Uh, okay. So that was the idea. And then obviously um, it was kind of fictional. <laughs> so we, but, but with like the, my mentor, like take it like seriously uh, in the fact of explain to me, like, okay, now um, do a little bit of research, like um, what kind of, uh, you know, and you start doing a little bit of research on, about competitors and then a little bit of research about, you know, they had some data about, for example, personas and mm -hmm. those kind of things, but they were obviously not directly uh, related to my project. But still, you know, I was like going through this documentation, just get, get familiar with all of these, um, you know, uh, design um, uh, methods, um, tools, and yeah. um, that was um, that was great. And then um, I remember uh, pairing with this other other guy doing the whiteboard, the kind of um, um, like to came up with some ideas. And yeah. I forgot the name, but like the yeah, whiteboard were, exercises, like, yeah, yeah, and. Yeah, I, I guess um, that was uh, that was great. That was the project, and after the three months, um, I was uh, I was able to use you know sketch to prototype, and to me that made me feel empowered because I could make something similar to what we normally use, uh, like an app, or and that was the trigger. Like made me feel even more inclined if to choose UI design, let's say, because for me it was a natural consequence of having studied, um, you know, graphic design. I feel like uh, uh, that was that was it. But um, yeah, at the same time, I've um, they asked me if I was interested in UX design, and, but still after those three months, I was, uh, I don't know. They, they saw me, they, like they, 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 they I had like um, uh, a very good experience with all of them, but they were looking for some, some, um, some more UX-oriented uh, person candidate, and so from there, as I said, uh, everything, um, you know, a little bit changed, and I had to right. find. Um, I did other uh, short courses uh, right. to kind of um, enhance my skills and UI skills. Um, in the uh, design lab uh, to make some project to get, you know, uh, the opportunity to make a portfolio in the end that can be used to get, um, you know, like um, an interview. And right. that was interesting. That was the plan, but still, um, I felt like I didn't have enough for a solid Yeah, well, it's just gonna ask is like, so it sounds like you were using Sketch, you had, like a, you, you were doing UI and a little bit of UX. Um, mm -hmm. So what what was that catalyst for deciding to go to a boot camp? Because you weren't doing it completely from scratch. You had mm -hmm. like dabbled, I guess you would say, in uh -huh. in yeah. UI UX design. Um, yeah, I I felt uh, I felt I needed I needed to be prepared under every like every aspects or from from a design point of view, but also from a, a 
you know, like searching for a job point of view as well. And like be, be able to, um, to, to create something, uh, promote myself in, in the right way with the right, right people supporting you, like not just one, one month, one sprint. Uh, that was my, my main reason. Feel okay. f- like when I felt the whole course would have been, we, we teach you uh, everything you need and is on our interest that you succeed. If you also want to succeed, we help you achieving that. We have okay. these results. So I felt like, okay, uh, we are doing uh, this full time for six months. Okay, uh, that makes sense. And uh, yeah, that was the so, main So yeah, reason. it was like that mentorship and that ability mentorship. to know that you're gonna have like case studies and like real like, like yeah. experience you could put into that portfolio and to yeah. help you get that job. But yeah, and something super valuable is the is the coach that you like the mentor coach after you finish. So she follows you and make you like uh, incredibly good. Let's say I'm not incredibly good, but still like she she gave us so so many techniques, so many advice, so many tips and tricks on how to like it, it's still valuable like uh, now, not just for that moment. Yeah, uh, like time. what? What's an example of some of the tips and tricks she gave you? Well, okay, from uh, from the CV, from the way you r- write your CV, uh, use actionable, powerful verbs, um, write them, like write your experience, what you do in a way that is, I did that because of this and, I che- mm-hmm. and this is the result, right? And many, many, my, even my friends, I can look at their CV and they don't, even though they describe what they did, but if just this simple way, like of building the sentence is already, it's already something, this can be something that I learned from there, but also right. you can use some tools to scan the job offer and those capture, like you can use uh, what's the name of the cloud tool? So you can see what they, what what kind of words have been used the most, and so you can use them to reach out uh, to them. What and put these words in your cover letter, in your CV as well, or another another thing would be like reaching out people that work in the company are interested in um, applying for, and then maybe. When is the moment? Just is, you know, you are prepared because you you've been introduced. Or you you met this guy. You had a conversation. They maybe you know told the, told you something that you didn't know. Yeah, no, that's great. And so so with this like coach and after taking this course, what was how long until you got that next job? Right, three months. Oh, okay. Oh, that's and, like, that's and, awesome. and that and that because I feel so this is um this um delivery deliver delivery company sorry <laughs> that um uh, is not it's not existing it has been acquired from another group but back in, back then uh, what I did was um using their app I downloaded the app and I tried their service and I felt like that app could have been improved 
So I knew uh, they gave me the opportunity to have this uh, interview with the CEO. And um, I downloaded the app. I used it. I ordered something. I talked with the guy, the delivery guy. Oh, what would you like to improve here? What do you feel like can be improved on your app? And then I made like a, a little presentation of uh, the, the day of the interview. I presented the last 10 minutes. I told the guy, do you have 10 minutes? I want to show you something. And then was like a, um, an improvement of a certain feature, like the map where you see the guy where he is and that sort of stuff. And that was a no-brainer for him because I, I, I show in that moment something that maybe not, not everyone would do, right? But this yeah. is something that I learned from the coach, the mentor yeah. coach. That's that was awesome. Me. Yeah, that's super awesome. I mean, I think like for any listeners out there that are looking for that first gig after their boot camp, I think that's mm -hmm. a really awesome way of like standing out from all mm -hmm. the other candidates. Yeah. That's really cool. I love that. That's power. That's powerful. That's really yeah, powerful. Yeah, totally. And it's like you're literally showing your process, your UX yeah. UI process. Very cool. Yeah, um, it doesn't have to be complicated. But. Right, right, exactly. Just showing like you're you're putting an effort and you care about mm -hmm. the company. Um, sure. So let's talk about, I think, is that the job that you had before joining the design project or did you have a couple of gigs? Did you, how many? Uh, no, that was the one before. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about your role at the design project. I think one mm -hmm. of the things that I'm excited to talk with you about on these, this podcast is like some of the customers that you've worked with and some of the really interesting like problems that you've been solving. Um, because I know you've solved really cool problems and I think other people <laughs> would like to hear like how how you like went from boot camp grad first mm -hmm. job out of boot camp to where you are today, which is like a mid to senior level designer working with mm -hmm. our customers solely, completely on your own, understanding their problems and solving their problems. So like, I guess <laughs> putting you on the spot, what was your favorite project that you worked on at the design project so far? Right. That's that's not easy. <laughs> there's too many, I, too many. No, there's projects. there's not that's not easy. Um, because I I mean I enjoy working and doing some even my, of my recent um, uh, you know customers that I'm working with. Um, I think I think my my answer would be more. Uh, towards like the one that I have more fun, we all know it's probably Souk. But in terms of, um, in terms of you know like um, that type of company, things that they were asking me to think uh, of that are a bit um, you know extra or not like um, like in terms of um, I don't know uh, uh, interactions, you right. know um, animations. And then give me this sort of, you know, like Spotify playlist to come up with a brand, you know, brand idea that was aligned to, you know, this, you know, like a, like a techno kind of play, Spotify playlist. Yes. But also like think about movies like Matrix or like, um, I don't know, like Blade Runner. And so like I, I did this, like I, I watched like Blade Runner 
into like, to like go deep. the experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was a, that was fun. Um, I think uh, yeah. I think the and also the uh, like the, the project itself uh, was a very you know uh, actual um, and mainstream and so. And learn yeah. something. Learn something that is uh, um, that is um, you know how can how can you say like a, like on uh, um, like is is what all the people talk about basically. You know, crypto is a right. is yeah, a, is the thing is the thing yeah. of the of the moment has totally. been for a while. But I didn't it's know like, much about it, so for me it was also an um, an experience um, yeah. trying to learn a little bit more. That was a uh, in total yeah. was uh, yeah i love that no and just like a little background for people so it was our customer mm-hmm. who was building um essentially a blockchain nft platform um a lot of other details um of why it was so cool but one of the things mm-hmm. that i think really stood out from that project that you worked on federico is like and some of your strengths is like you kind of mentioned this in the beginning like ui you really like ui like you got super deep into Figma and what you built from a prototype perspective was something I mm. haven't ever seen before. Like, so for the audience, like this prototype that Federico built, like it had animations, it had visual, like you could like feel and interact with this prototype and like see, and it was kind of like brought to life, like this vision for this crypto, like web three capabilities that we could do. and. Maybe you can kind of like explain a little bit about um, like prototyping and creating some of those like animations and yeah, like um, when like to basically to help me uh, uh, in building and designing uh, the dashboard, uh, like the main, let's call it the main dashboard for them, where uh, which is which is a portfolio platform where um, someone uh, can see whatever he holds in terms of NFT and uh, FT but was um, so was um, there there need to be uh, very visual so uh, with some motion where I don't know um, like the cover for example at the top of the page had this these um how it was like the logo of the of the game like rotating and it's like, a 3D like, like 3d yeah with like a shiny and um, um reflex of this coin that was flipping and also um you know everything from there like when you were hovering certain things um trigger trigger the the animation itself and that was uh, that was uh, kind of exciting. Um, uh, I feel like um, uh, someone would, you know, uh, use it and, and be like uh, pleased uh, yes. because it's something that not very, very, um, very common, let's say. Um, yeah. But it was interesting to see all of these effects, all these, um, you know, like um, it was a carousel of cards that was, and the cards were. One, every time someone clicked on on the, on the arrow to see the next one, the car itself was flipping, and you know those kind of effects that 
eventually they 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 have deals and seeing them on Discord, you know, and then when 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 they were promoting on their uh, to their audience, uh, that was kind of cool. Yeah, See all of this in place. <laughs> it was yeah, super cool. We'll have to like link in the podcast so people can see. Um, what for other designers that are looking to do more prototyping animation, like what was your process to learn some of those skills in Figma? Like, mm. were you using like YouTube tutorials? How are you figuring out how to? Yeah, so. It depends. It's a mix of things, I guess. Yeah, learning like depends what your goal is. But if you want to uh, get get skilled in in animation, um, I mean that's that's also another job. If we wanna say, if we yes. can say that. So uh, maybe we can talk about like as a product designer <clears throat> animating in Figma um, to kind of bring a prototype to life versus yes, I think that's a good distinguish. Like if you want to do animation, that is definitely like its own amazing path, but you are a product designer and you're animating within that product yeah. design space. I think, I think YouTube as a, as a, um, as the main resources, it, it, it would help for everything, but, um, I would, um, I would not go too crazy with interaction in prototype because you, unless you work for no Disney and then something that has to be very 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 animated and very you know wanted in that sense um, animation can be dis, dis, not distracting can distract the user in the end so yes. in general in general also Figma community has uh, an excellent, um, you know, um, kind of guidelines for, for interactions. I don't, I don't have a specific kind of manual book or it's literally um, Google, uh, I would say, and, and see, like, um, maybe go through some website where you can see, uh, for, for example, Dribble, now where, where you see certain things, but um, only certain because sometimes it's even too much there but um, of what you can actually do in, in Figma um, but yeah um, I would just see there what other people do or use the, the app every app you like itself just study and stop like when when you click something what happened what actually happened like try to break that into like the first step then it opens up and then it closes again. So just frame that in three pieces. Okay, that's the, the interaction that you know uh, that just happened. That's that's what I try to do. Like, and I try like I try to do this at the beginning. And like I it didn't work, but sometimes now I use I use apps, and I feel like okay, oh, this works like that because um, like I can frame it like I I. I recognize that path or right. whether before it was just watching or looking at it passively. Um, so maybe my advice is just try to use an app when get to studying. Okay. This has just happened. Like whether it's a, something that comes from the bottom up or just slide or it's just, I don't know, whatever effects. 
I like that. I think that's great. Like actually using it because like, I think the big thing you caution is like animations are great as long as they're providing value. As soon mm -hmm. as they're like too busy, then you're going to lose the user. So like finding mm -hmm. that balance of like, oh, this is really cool and yeah. usability. Yeah. Like the speed of how those things have has like um, happened. Uh, that's important. Yeah. I have an idea for TDP. I think we should have a Federico teaches Figma <laughs> interactions course. Oh. So yeah. everyone out there, be on the lookout. Federico is going to teach you. Yeah. But let me know in advance because you know I'm, I'm just. Uh... Well, you'll you'll put together a whole course. It'll be great. We'll get there. Okay. Um, what else? What what other? Is there any other project that kind of stands out or anything? Um, that you've learned that's really like changed the game for you and how you mm. design? Yeah, I, I could say that is Anno in terms of um, nothing was designed at all. And that was uh, that was scary at the beginning as well as, yeah, no, I was terrified to make mistakes everywhere because I, I the project was a, a little bit no, complex in a sense, since there were like data science uh, scientists involved. They were talking about, you know, um, how to use machine learning, etc., uh, etc., et to predict something that would happen uh, to just help. You no, know, basically these. Um, so Anno to who, whoever doesn't know. <laughs> Uhano is is a company that basically was uh, we worked we worked with and um, we were trying to build this scheduling app to basically to help teams to figure it out um, if the candidate while doing their uh, not their their courses were on time if they will be finishing that course in time or not but yeah that that project in general. Uh, was the one that uh, I, f I, I, I realized helped me a lot, uh, boosting my confidence as well, because I didn't know a lot, many, many things. And starting from scratch and testing wireframes and build that dashboard that was in, in, a, in, in a sense like also complicated, okay. um, like heavy data visualization, uh, type of thing uh, right. uh, for me was uh, dealing with many, many things that I was uncomfortable or I didn't know, I didn't do before. And that was great in the end, but very scary at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, yeah. I think that's like great advice to designers is like, like you were nervous going into building something from scratch because you hadn't had experience in that specifically mm -hmm. uh, but you kind of just dove in and you were like let's see let's see how it goes and that you yeah. got so many learnings from that and confidence yeah. from that which is awesome and i think that like set you up and you're probably using some of those tools and techniques that you learned in all of mm -hmm. your projects today so like was... don't be like if you get an opportunity like dive dive in and try it and you might fail, but you will yeah. learn. Yeah, I but guess. Yeah, in you those did not cases, fail. You need it to was work harder. 
there that as well that as well yeah well that's that's fine um yeah. yeah i think i think the other project that um i feel like i keep talking about this but i think your your deep dive into design systems has been really interesting too um for one of our customers mm-hmm. so like for designers out there or even like customers like can you talk a little bit about like the benefits of a design system and how it's helped mm-hmm. the our customer mm-hmm. oxio yeah sure um this is um this is a project that uh, has been uh, has been it's been on for uh, it's been going on for a while like it's been a year uh, and a half since i started and uh, Basically, uh, Oxio um, is uh, is creating, um, has created this product, uh, the main product, um, uh, their white label um, product, um, and the so for them was was uh, was mandatory. Let's say <laughs> have a design system in place because if we think about material design this that the way they build that is uh and and no is a is a product is a wide level product itself so we took inspiration from material design um as part of the process because what's new for both of us um uh, and we tried to build and we built um uh, like a like a good a good design system for now in terms of um, having in set set up um, all all the all the resources we need basically to uh, to create a, uh, to to create future features <laughs> and uh, also um, what was interesting about this pro- project was that um, basically the for example the marketing team. So they have, they have their own customers. So their own customers need to apply their own brand to this uh, Oxo product. Let's call it this way. Um, so we needed to find a way to uh, create a, a product that um, was uh, easy to change in terms of form, in terms of colors and look and feel, uh, but still had the same kind of characteristic. Um, and so the design system is important in this sense because it can, like it might be harder at the beginning because you need to create everything from scratch and it takes time. Um, but at the same time, it gives you, um, it gives you like be- the benefit you get, you're going to be- benefit from that, uh, in the long run. And obviously do like, I'm not an expert, <laughs> but, and I feel like there's a, there's uh, always something to learn, uh, but yeah, still, uh, that was, um, that's my, my Yeah, no, and yeah, I think it's like, I feel like we've talked a lot about Figma mm-hmm. in today's um, session, but I think like what capabilities, like being able to build a design system, be, being mm-hmm. able to take these components and change the branding, it's like so cool. It's like changing how the marketing team works and like, the benefits of what a design system can do for a company and just speed up everything is really, really interesting. Yeah. And seeing what you put together is, is amazing. I mean, 
and you work really closely with the dev team too to make sure mm -hmm. that like they have they understand how all the components are put together mm -hmm. you have like everything down to like the pixel <laughs> defined yeah. and documented so that the developers can build these components and so that you can reuse them and the company can just move way quicker it's yeah. it's really really cool um so yeah so yeah, yeah no, i no, feel I like Yes, we spent a lot of time talking about some of the work you did. So thank you for indulging me. Um, but one of so one of the last questions I want to ask you is like, mm -hmm. where do you see yourself in the next like five years? Like, what what do you want to achieve? Where do you think your design career is going to go? Mm, right. So I think I told you this before, but for who doesn't know? Um, ideally, ideally, like in my in my head. Um, I, I'd like to experience as many things as possible in the next three years and, you know, get a better sense of re what I really, really, really like and do that for another five years and be like, like get up the best I can in, uh, in that thing that I feel like is going to be my, um, my favorite, um, and then who knows? I don't know. I give, these are already eight years, by the way. But yeah, ideally, I, I, I don't know now, but maybe have something in mind or just be in like a, a manager, design manager, I don't know. Yeah. Still early, I can still change my mind so many times. <laughs> but ideally now is like, it's like focusing on learning as much as I can from different experience, uh, whatever whatever happens, uh, I, I'm going to be fine something that I really like and, and then just focus on that for a while and get yes. very good. And I love that. And I, I've like seen the growth in the year and a half, like of when we brought you on to like the confidence and like where you're going in your career and like, yeah, the visual aspect of the designs that you do are, are really awesome. So like, I'm really excited to continue to follow along and help support you on your journey of becoming an expert or becoming <laughs> a so. design manager. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see where you go. Yes. It's very exciting. Yes. Thank you. Well, very good. Nice. Thank you. Thanks so much for, for taking the time to chat with me about, about your design career and kind of <laughs> where you came from starting at age 12, 13, all the way up to, to now. Um, I really appreciate it. And I, We'll see you like tomorrow at work. Oh, see you tomorrow. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Diane. Okay. Bye. -bye.